I'm a huge, huge believer of mental enrichment mm. for your dog because that is actually what is going to tire out your dog. People think that the physical exercise, the running, the, you know, the fetch and, and all that stuff, that's just adrenaline and endorphins. Right. That's just getting your dog jacked up. So if we can engage their brain, it's really going to help tire them out. Welcome to the Makers <laughs> Unleashed channel. We're back today with uh, our good friend, Kyla Deneau, who is the uh, dog trainer and owner of Easy Breezy tra Dog Training Company. And welcome, uh, Kyla. We're Thank so you. happy to have you and Finley with us. This is yes. Finley, uh, the smartest dog I know. <laughs> Sorry to my dogs, by the way, but... Um, so Kyla, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background on, uh, that has to do with the training of dogs and owners, yes. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me. This is great. Uh, and, uh, Finley, you're just too funny. <laughs> He's being a ham <laughs> off, off screen. Um, so my dog training, so it's going to be actually six years that my business has been open next month. Um, and it was four years of doing it full time as of April. So to me, really, it's been the last four years that has truly been, you know, uh, the opportunity and the time to grow Easy Breezy to what it is today. Um, but if we go back way back in the day to living in northern Ontario, uh, I grew up with my dad and uncle who had a pheasant farm. And so we were training the dogs on how to uh, hunt birds and whatnot. So I, I was so fascinated by that. And, and I'm such an animal lover that I love spending the days on the farm and <laughs> cleaning the kennels and, and, you know, feeding the dogs and whatnot. And then when they had puppies, like, oh, my God, that was That's the best day ever. <laughs> and um, and then so moved to Ottawa for school and in well, I won't say, but you know, the late 90s, <laughs> I'm going to date myself here. And, um, Still young chick. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and I had a great career. It, it, I didn't go into any of, of like animal kind of sector, but I really believe that I needed to do my career as I did to give me all the, the knowledge and tools that I need to have a full-time business. Um, but in like the early 2000s, I started babysitting a colleague's dog and then another colleague's like, hey, I hear you're babysitting Leo. You want to babysit Starbucks and kind of started that. So I opened up uh, one of the first cage-free dog kennels in the early 2000s. And uh, in 2006, I bought four acres out in uh, St. Albert near the cheese curd factory, which was really dangerous <laughs> to live like three kilometers from the cheese curd factory. Oh, my God. So it was so good. Like literally fresh <laughs> still warm, you know, um, yeah. And then, um, so yeah, I ran that till 2009, but I was working full time, running a full time business. So decided to sell it in 2009 and then, uh, moved here to Orleans and, um, you know, it kind of happened organically with, with the dog training. I happened to run into a lady. Okay. Okay. At least trying to make out. <laughs> Come here, Finley. Um, I did wear perfume. So. Yeah, there we go. Okay, we're going to sit. And yeah, it just kind of happened organically. I met a lady in the park who was having issues with her dog. And I said, well, maybe I can help you out. I own a cage-free kennel for, for seven years. And um, so did that. And then 
and then another one and another one. I was like, oh, you know what? I really love this. I, I love helping people. So I decided to get my dog trainer certification and, and started Easy Breezy Dog Training. And then I hit uh, 2019. I was coming up to 20 years of of graduating, you know, graduating college and coming up to that 20 year mark. I'm like, oh my God, I I'm know. getting old. I'm like, really? <laughs> so it was like, you know, I loved, like I had such an awesome career. Um but did it give me the pure joy um, of of life? And I said, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. I could always get a job tomorrow with, with what I'm doing. Absolutely. So so I started Easy Breezy Dog Training and uh, or decided to do it full time. And then pandemic hit and I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? Um, but then everybody got a dog. That's so, so true. I've oh been working gosh. like a dog for <laughs> since 2020 and, uh, and, and then, yeah, Not writing books it, right? and yeah. And all this new yeah. stuff too. So it's been a lot of fun. You wrote books. I, I, that's exactly that. It's a segue to my next question. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You're, you're, you're doing well with your books. You have your books in stores I do elaborate on yeah so this was like something I'd never even thought I would (laughs) even do right like I never thought I'd be an author um so I had the idea for brain games for your dog pre-covid um I'm huge huge believer of mental enrichment Mm. for your dog because that is actually what is going to tire out your dog people think that the physical exercise the running the you know the fetch and and all that stuff that's just adrenaline and endorphins that's just getting your dog jacked up just think of you go to the gym, right? You feel super energized after where you spend a day studying or when I used to do budgets all day long, right? I'm brain dead by the end of the day. So it's the same thing with dogs. If we can engage their brain, it's really going to help tire them out. So um, I had 150 ideas and then I realized that's a lot of work, right? And um, so I brought it down to 50, you know, it'll be three volumes and uh, COVID gave me the opportunity to really kind of finish writing it, writing, (laughs) writing it and, uh, and all of my books are interactive. There's QR codes. So I had all the videos to film with Finley with all the ideas, Finley, come here, come touch come touch thank you and um yeah so it just it I was like I'm gonna get this done in three months and it took a year and a half to do so writing a book is not easy it's a lot of work and um and just rereading and the proofreading and the formatting and so I published brain games for your dog October 2021 and um yeah it's been really good it's in the Ottawa artisan stores and all the malls in Ottawa it's in uh, Stray Dog Brewery carries it Critter Jungle um and then on, on Amazon you know Amazon provides such an amazing platform to be like I've sold books in Japan and oh, Australia and Germany and France yeah yeah and then Christmas time last year, I published the French version of Brain Games for Your Dog. And believe it or not, it's my top seller no. on Amazon and France being my number one market. Wow. Yeah, so that, that's pretty cool. And then this past April, I, um, I published two coloring books, an adult and a children's one. And the adult one is called My Dog is a Beep. and uh the the kids one is bad dog and the whole premise of these coloring books right they're very tongue-in-cheek I'm I'm all about the fun and being funny and don't take myself too seriously so nice um it's really about dogs aren't bad 
they're not jerks. We need to take the time to train them and to set them up for success. So I created this coloring book where it's like coloring, you got to find hidden objects. Um, there's, uh, training tips and, um, and then, um, there's actually a QR code that you scan and it's Finley and I showing some fun circuits, some training circuits. I actually looked at those. They're really yeah. cool. They're, yeah. they're very informative and, and, and could help a lot of people for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So Good. those are the four books that I have currently available is there any other you you have two more or three more oh I have like a million ideas but it's finding the time to write right like I work like I my dog training business is full-time I'm super busy so it's finding the time to be able to be creative and write and that's where I'm struggling um last year in November November 15th to January 16th I left to go to Costa Rica for two months wow number one it had been three years since having a vacation right COVID uh number two I was burnt out I just worked so much uh it was such a huge influx of clients in such a small amount of time and uh and just the time to to create stuff so I finished the French version of the brain games dog I did my online training academy which was a huge beast it was all my content that I created over the last six years so now it lives in in a online academy um started the, uh, my dog is a, a beep, um, starts with a ends with whole. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and it just gave me the time to focus and write every day. So, um, now that I'm back, I, you know, I have the French version of those coloring books, yes. but I haven't had the time to really sit and focus on it because I'm busy doing. So now you have to go through them all and make sure that you know, you're editing it exactly. properly and making sure that everything, so you're doing all of that. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the coloring books, I, I designed them myself. I did it all myself. Really? The brain games for your dog. I had hired a graphic designer at that time. This was, you know, two, uh, 2020, uh, 2021. So, um, big bucks. Like I, and I wanted to, I wanted to produce a real good quality product and I've, I've heard like people love the, the format and the look of it. Um, but I wanted to start, I love, I actually really love graphic designs. It's something that I didn't know I, I, I really enjoyed, but I do. So I started just teaching myself. And, uh, so this one, I kind of like the brain game or the, the coloring books are a little bit more, Cause I'm the one that did them. Right. So I it's, feel them a little very, bit more proud and, and, uh, yeah, they're fun. Like they're said, so fun. They're very yeah. um, engaging and, and, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The interaction of it mm-hmm. is very easy for the kids as well as for the adults. So it's, you're yeah. hitting all audience. Yeah. I had a, a friend reach out and he's in Regina saying that, uh, I had sent him some, some coloring books for his two boys. Cause he, he's from Costa Rica and he sent me like this hot sauce that I absolutely Ooh. fell in love with. So when I got the hot sauce, I'm like, Oh my God. So I sent him a thank you for Aww. some coloring books for his boys. And he said his, like his boys were, you know, they loved the books. They were sitting there reading it and he woke up in the morning and, and one of his boys had the book and he was reading it and wanted to go to the library and, and go get dog, uh, go get some books on dogs. Nice. So it was so cool to, to, you know, to see that my book kind of inspired and the kids enjoy. And that's, you know, even the brain games book, I really made it simple, easy to read. And, um, yes, that's a, yeah, that's you're going to hear the, and the the microphone, eh? You're being a good boy. Good job. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's just fun that the kids enjoy it and, and they want, they want more, right? They want to learn Um, more. Yeah. And, and, and that's, what's important. You're hitting, you know, the younger ones to, so that they can learn how to 
uh, treat pets and how to train them and you know because a lot of people that have pets I hate to say it, shouldn't have pets because they're either yeah. not, they're neglecting them or they're not engaging with the pet. And so the bad behavior starts and then they think the dog is yeah. like stupid. I'm sorry either. I'm just yeah. saying it. But yeah. Um, so yeah, it's good to have that reach the young ones so that they can actually grow up and knowing what to do when they have pets as they get older. They're a lot of work. Dogs yes, are a lot are. of work and people don't realize that. And I think during the pandemic, people had the time yeah. now. So they got all, they got dogs, but then life's, you know, with kids sports and whatnot, it's, we need to back. make time. We need to make time for them. And the training, like training is not easy. Oh. And it, like I got Finley at two and oh boy, like he was <laughs> such a barker being a sheep dog, right? Super protective of the property. And, um, uh, so I had to work on that. Like it was, but his barking, it was seriously two years of constant, constant, I call it CPR, consistency, patience and repetition and uh, being really consistent with, with his rules, thoughts of patience. Oh my oh, God. There yeah. was days I'm like, just shut up. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I then know. I'm like, Oh, thank you, Finley. Touch, thank you. Touch. <laughs> yeah. You, you know that. Patience, right? Absolutely. And then repetition, right? Practice yeah. makes perfect. So these expectations that people have, especially yeah. with puppies, to listen and they're behave cute. by the time they're six, seven, eight months old. I'm like, okay, your dog's eight months old, which means you've only had him six months. It's not enough time for that repetition, it right? Time. It takes so, time. Yes, and and as the that. age. <laughs> and you're so cute. You, you Who knew you are going to get a, a facial, a doggy <laughs> facial today? <laughs> you're a cutie. Now, I, I also noticed that you, um, you were on Rogers yes. TV. Can you tell yeah. us a bit about how you got to go on Rogers and yeah. your experience? Sure. Um, you know, like anything, it's, you know, you kind of got to, as you're growing your business, you kind of have to seek opportunities out. And I had seen a post on a, on a Facebook group saying, you know, hey, we're looking for folks uh, to do interviews. And I'm like, me? <laughs> and uh, so I went and, and it was a lot of fun. And, and I talked about um, the Brain Games for Your Dog book. And um, so I, I emailed them. I said, hey, do you want, uh, I'm more than happy to come back with Finley. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we did a second interview with Finley and and a little bit more. I had some examples of some brain games and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, it was really fun to to be part of that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Good for you. And that's a great way to uh, to uh, market your product and your business. And I'm yeah, very happy for you. Yeah, I had someone call for a private training and said, "Oh, I saw you on TV today." <laughs> so I was like, "Perfect! It paid for itself, right?" That's awesome. Good for <laughs> yeah. you. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, so you're, you also mentioned that you're a member of the um, Canadian Association of Professional Dog Trainers. Yes. Can you elaborate on that one? Yeah. So the CAPDT is, um, you know, was created to uh, just have a standard body of where we all sort of adhere to best practices. So, um, you know, we're in the positive reinforcement world so we're not using aversives in in training so shock collars prong collars uh those types of of methods um i strongly believe in that um being more sort of in the positive reinforcement approach of of training so uh that's why i decided to join that and and people can go on there to see um if their dog trainer or dog training school is part of that to make sure that they also are part of adhere to those um you know, more of the po- yeah, the positive, yeah. positive reinforcement That's style good. training. 
<laughs> Hi there, buddy. You're my buddy now, aren't you? Um, you're also uh, a volunteer with the Ottawa Humane Society, are you still? I kind of paused that in the last year yeah. and a half, but I have, like, on and off for the last 20 years. Yeah, I started way, wow. way back in oh, 2001. Um, I started doing the Wiggle Wiggle Walkathon, and I was the top top raiser back in 2001. Wow. There's, I have a photo of me winning the one of the first tv dvd combos so yeah this is showing you how long ago that was and um so yeah i did that that did that for years um one of my favorite programs that i did at the ottawa humane society back in the day was with my first dog storm um he just loved to be pet finley would be great for this too and uh we did the companion animal uh program i think it's called something different now but uh, we would go visit um old age oh, homes yes. every tuesday nights at 7 p.m so at 6 15 i'd take out his bandana and he'd be so excited put the bandana on he's so new and wow. we would go visit all you know a different old age home every tuesday That's night so nice. and it was so fun I'm and sure we did that for three it. years and and then I had bought, did the, bought the house out in St. Albert. So, and he was, I started this at 10 with him. Wow. So I felt that 13, the drive back and forth would have just been too much for him. Okay. But, uh, wow. and then um, pre-pandemic, I started as a canine interventionist at the Humane Society. So just going in and helping those dogs, a little bit more challenging uh, issue. So it would just help mm. them with, with certain things. And, uh, but business just got, uh, too too busy, so I had to put that on hold. And being I'm in East, and they're in the West End. Yeah, there's that. Uh, eh? Yeah, so. but I also volunteer with the uh, with Heritage Canada. So um, uh, Winterlude Canada Days. I'm a volunteer coordinator. So with all my experience in event planning and whatnot in my career, um, started doing this a number of years ago, and I just got my 10 year cert- certificate. At the Winterlude celebration uh, this past March. So that was pretty cool. Amazing. I was like, oh my God, it's been 10 years already. <laughs> time flies. It is, yeah. <laughs> but it's so fun. There's such a good uh, ladies that kind of, and men that run it. And it's it's always fun to be part of. And like Winterlude, for example, it's over 800 volunteers in order to make Seriously? Winterlude happen. Yeah. Oh my god. Canada goodness. Day is around those same numbers as well. So people don't realize to put on these the huge events. The yeah. It's really a lot of volunteers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, good for you. Wow. You it's are so busy. Fun. I am busy. <laughs> yeah, it's and, a little bit too much. You. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it wasn't for you, we might not get such a nice <laughs> event uh, such as the winter loot and stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, so earlier you talked about um, you were the first cage free dog kennel. Can you explain what that means? Sure. <clears throat> yeah, so cage-free means like they're not in, in those kennels, right? Okay. They're not in any cages. Um, I had Storm and I was like, there'd be no way I would put Storm in a kennel for, you know, to have him boarded. And I started doing some research. Um, this is also to early days of internet, right? When I was doing advertising, it was in, in newspapers and flyers and stuff. Wow. So, um, yeah, I don't think there was there was really any to that scale, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so it wasn't for all dogs, was right? It, it, hard? I it mean, was... Yeah, it's all cage free. So you really have to be on all the time. And and it was a 24 seven operation. I mean, at night, every dog, like all the dogs would would be sleeping and whatnot. But 
I had to be selective with the dogs that I chose. So right. everyone had to come for a meet and greet. I had to make sure that they were friendly and, right. and social and whatnot. So it wasn't, it's not an environment that's good for all dogs. Sure. Um, but there's a lot of dogs that it works for. And, um, yeah, so did that. And it was Christmas 2008. I had 17 dogs in my house because <laughs> I was getting to the point where I was going to build something for them. Yeah. But, you know, I was 27 single at the time and bought four acres out in, in the middle and trying to do this alone. So wow. it was it was a lot of work. Luckily, I had a friend um, who was practicing Buddhism and had kind of given up all of his worldly possessions and he needed a place to live. And I'm like, I'll feed you. I'll yeah, give you a roof yeah, over your house. Exactly. Yeah, I'll take care of the dogs during the day while I work. So, cause you don't want to leave them unsupervised. So True. yeah. So that's kind of how the cage free, um, kind of came about and it just kept growing and growing and growing. And, um, I actually sold the business. The people t- that took over continued to run nice. uh, the business up until unfortunately the pandemic, they could not survive that first year and unfortunately they closed their doors they had ran it for 12 years and I had it for seven so it's really yeah wow it's really unfortunate yeah and that's all that was in St. Albert yep yep man that's the pandemic really hit a lot of it, it, well, in the dog industry right the boarding that first two years the boarding kennels the daycares they got hit hard yeah Dog trainers, groomers, and vets, we were inundated wow. with dogs. Like there was times in 20, I was, I just couldn't, I had to close, I couldn't accept any more clients. Like I was, it was just too much. Too much and then yeah. I feel guilty because people are calling, I need help. I'm like, I know I can help you, but I just can't. I'm like booking six weeks out in advance. And mm. so it was like, and then yeah. you're seeing all these businesses close and it was really, really, really stressful. Yeah. It was an awful time for small businesses. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. All of that said, do you do? Would you have any like recommendations or insights to people out there that would like to possibly start their own little business of mm-hmm. training dogs or even boarding dogs? Or yeah, so you know, whenever I've this is probably I think my twelfth business. I've started so many <laughs> different little things. I was always, <laughs> I was always like, I don't, I don't think I was fully ever satisfied in in my in my full-time job and and I'm just that type of personality that just likes to keep busy so um first thing research right you got to research your market you got to know what you're getting into see who your competitors are you know what they charge uh find out the industry standards you know rules regulations for for what you're doing um Anybody could really call themselves a dog trainer. There's that's a thing. There's no regulation in Canada for dog trainers. So anybody could say I'm a dog trainer. So um, you know, start ed- educating yourself. There's some great schools out there that can give you the education that you need. Okay. Um, for me, what I found really helped me was those seven years of boarding because it's all about body language. Dogs right. communicate with their body language. So I know what's going on just by looking at a dog and how they're feeling. Wow. So that's a biggest piece that people don't realize. Um, so just start exposing yourself to that. Um, and just know it's it's not easy, right? Things take time. Um, and you got to wear so many hats yeah. being a dog trainer. Like, I've got to learn... Facebook ads, Amazon ads, you got to be great at social media, you got to be website building, the whole financial aspect of it, right. you know, um, and everything, so right? much work being a solo entrepreneur is you got to realize, I basically work seven days a week, I work all the time. I love what I do, though. Yes. So to me, it doesn't feel like work. And I'm like, 
I'm in that sort of still creative phase of things. So this just like, I just crave it. I love it. Um, <laughs> but it's, you know, you got to figure out what you want to do and, yeah. and financially too. Um, I'm alone. I don't have anyone to help me pay the bills. So when I decide to do this full time, like it was a big, huge risk, right? Yeah, I have a mortgage, yeah. I have car payments and I've got no income coming in. So it was, it was a big risk for me at that time. I've done in 2012, I did leave the corporate world and started up a business. I was in debt. I had, it was just not the time. I was so stressed financially. Okay. Whereas this time around, I was smart about it. I made sure I had a plan. I had like 10 months of, um, what do you call that? Buffer. The, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, your, your income, like your financial or your yeah. housing, uh, costs that I had kind of set aside. Um, I had savings, I didn't have any debt. Um, so it was, it was the right time to sort of do that without that financial burden. burden. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, wow. but, and then the boarding, you know, there's, there's great money to, to make in boarding. It's just a 24 seven, 365 a day. Yeah. Business. You can't leave. You can't go on vacation when you want to or anything, unless you, know, you have that flexibility of not booking for yeah. a week or two. But, but when's the busiest, right? Exactly. Weekends, long or long weekends, yeah. summer and Christmas. That's I didn't right. spend family uh, Christmas with my family in seven years because wow. that was my busiest time. And that's what it, it, it was Christmas 2008. I had 17 dogs in my house. Oh my gosh. Oh. And from like a little two pound Yorkie to 150 pound Roddy mix. And everybody got along great. But it was, it was, and this has been going on for seven years. Plus I was working full time, running a full time business and I've got 17 dogs literally following me everywhere in the house. Oh and then at one point I remember sitting, I'm like, I just need a break. <laughs> so I put up a piece of plywood up in the living room to like, kind of just give me like, just so I can sit on the couch and not have 17 dogs. And then I had 17 dogs sitting there going, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! So I think it was like a month or two later. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. So decided to sell and and move on. But um, oh. so yeah, there's just no been... law on how many dogs you can have. Oh yeah, yeah. So when I was uh, leaving, because I was looking to buy. Um, the Ottawa, I was really hard with the bylaws for yeah. owning a kennel. Okay. Um, so I ended up in St. Albert, which is the nation township. Right. So in order to have a boarding kennel, I had to have, I think, minimum three acres. Okay. Um, and the land that I had, I had to be like um, uh, like residential slash commercial okay. as well. So and I had to pay a kennel license. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So those are all other things you should be thinking about when you're... Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So now that we know a little bit about you, yeah. uh, anything in the future coming up that we should know about? Oh my or? God, I have so many ideas. <laughs> it's just trying to find the time to put them in. I, and I'm like, okay, I can't start anything new. But then I went and started, <laughs> I'm uh, in the process of uh, starting up a luxury cat boarding. Nice. Yes, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, this is actually something I had extensively researched back in when I had my dog kennel. Okay. Um, I had decided at that time, rather than building its own standalone building for the dogs, that I was going to start off with a cattery. Okay. Uh, I think it was 20 to 30 cats. I had like architectural drawings done up. Like I wow. was, I was ready, you know, Seriously. I was starting to, to look at uh, getting the builders in and whatnot. And then that's when I decided to sell. Okay. So this time around, um, 
yeah, I just, you know, I'm keeping it small, no more than five cats. Um, but it's going to be really luxurious. They have lots of cat walls, uh, like things to climb up on the walls and, and whatnot. So that's, that's coming very soon. Like next week is, will be the opening and books I've got. Yeah, I've definitely got books. It's just to find the time to write. That's where I'm struggling right now because I'm so busy training. Doing, yeah. Like I've got puppy classes. I've got, you know, all my private training. So there's, it's, it's nonstop, but it's I got to start. It's yeah. A good it's a good nonstop. It's just, you know, I, I got to find time to, well, and even find time for me, yes. right. That, that was that's my biggest important. thing. It's yeah, I'm not good balance. at that. <laughs> my friend. I know. Um, but it's hard when you love what you do, right? Exactly. So I'm like, it's hard to say no, exactly, because you yeah, love it. So, yeah. But you have to. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. I know. <laughs> now, are you accepting new clients? Or are yeah. You, you oh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm so. definitely accepting new clients. It's not like, because I find that during the pandemic, it's like everyone came at once, yes. right? Whereas okay. now I'm getting in, it's kind of like flows throughout sure. the year. So my schedule is always busy. But like if someone was, you know, looking for an appointment, I have availability like this Perfect. weekend or next week, right? Depending on, on your the avail- days, the and, days and, and the times. But okay. um, yeah, absolutely. Definitely taking on new clients. Now, do you have social media platform out there that we can link, uh, put the links down below so that people can go and check out what yeah. you do and maybe even private message you or yep. whatever for appointments? Absolutely. So my on Facebook, Instagram, it's Easy Breezy Dogs. Okay. Um, my website is easybreezydogs.com. And YouTube, I'm not, I haven't been super active on YouTube, but I, I kept my old page from when I had my dog kennel. So it's okay. just K Dano, uh, just my name. Um, and then you'll see Easy Breezy Dog Training logo and stuff on there. But if you scroll down and uh, past videos, you'll see all the videos from when I had the kennel. So you'll nice. see the dogs and, and uh, you'll see Storm and Breeze, my old dog. Breeze was my, my last, my, my German Shepherd. So, and that's where Easy Breezy, yeah, I was, Cute. I had started, I was thinking up at the business I'm like oh I need a name I need a name I'm breezy breeze breeze easy breezy <laughs> I love so it. I wasn't taken to so I was like perfect so that's yeah. wonderful mm-hmm. great well this concludes our interview and great. we really want to thank you for being here well having us into your home basically uh, and come to know your journey mm-hmm. and it was exciting to hear all of the background behind easy breezy dog training If you are interested in having your dog trained or even yourself for your dog, make sure that you uh, check out the links below. We'll have it down in our description. If you enjoyed this video, uh, please subscribe to our channel at Makers Unleashed and uh, hit the notification bell and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you, Kyla. Thank you.